Hey, bitch. Doing? Hi, whore. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am fantastic. Wayne's so, back. Yes, we do have Mr. What? Pickerel Real back quick, here. why with the bitch and the whore? Because it's, it's just, just how we, we always do. do. It's, uh, it's what we do. You know, it's not good examples for young women. Uh, Whoever said I was a role model? Well, maybe you should be. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm fucking tired. I'm what happens. you're not supposed to do, kids. It happens, uh, right. So, tonight... Tonight. We will be digging um, into a serial killer that I have been fascinated with pretty much my entire life in today's episode of Ashley's Bowl of Cereal. Right. Um, I remember when I was... Probably preteen. It was like yeah. 10, 11 or so. And I was at a sleepover with my best friends at the time. And we were begging their mom to allow us to watch a horror movie. I mean, mm-hmm. you know how us kids are. You know, we want to watch a horror movie. We want to be scared. Can I guess now. which one you chose? Yeah. It's going to be one of three. Okay. Could be Hitchcock's Psycho. It was not Hitchcock's Psycho. Okay. Silence the Lambs. It was not Silence of the Lambs. Oh, then it must have been 1974's Toby Hooper's classic, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Indeed it was. Their mom, who was a saint on this earth, I love and miss that woman so much. Gosh, she shit the bed on that one then, huh? She she said, y'all want to be scared? I'm going to make let this you watch that's The Exorcist. A, that's a pretty good one. Um, I'm going to I'm going to going to put this on you right quick, okay? Well, the thing the thing about that <laughs> movie is they said it's all oh, it's based on a true story and mm-hmm. it that's how they sold it. Which is why it interests me as a kid into true crime and into serial killers. <laughs> they didn't say it's loosely based no, on this right. one serial killer right. who did some shady shit. Right. I mean, he actually is one of the, uh, as far as numbers-wise, he's yeah, really he's, low. He's really low. He's actually barely ticks the... Serial killer role. It's got to be, what, two? Two. Is that, right. is that we know of. Right. It's I mean, I'm sure he, I'm sure he that, did more. But, that they, but I'm just saying, yeah. you know, you get somebody like Chincoteo's got 50 or whatever. And right. Some of well, these like the one I covered didn't have many, but he's part of right. who Wild Bill was based off right, of. Right, so right. So you, you get... You get you know, it's just funny how Hollywood will try to sell you on this stuff, and it's like, yeah, give us the real story. Yeah. That's what we want. But, so, you know, that was a really weird, crazy movie. So. Yeah, so when I saw, like what you said, this is based on a true story, true event. You think that I'm it's like, really happened. It didn't I need like to that. know, was there a man wearing <laughs> Not- a mask? Of human skin. Not quite, but I'm and pretty sure this dude made a full body suit. Yeah, and I mean, he had was a belt chasing made out around of people with a chainsaw. Yeah. I needed to know, was this real? They, you know, uh, it, it, they embellished the me. chainsaw part, they but did. that's for Hollywood they and did. Toby and Hooper. Of course they have to do that a little bit. Right. I mean, you know, entertainment purposes. Right, right. Um, but yeah, that that's what <laughs> really got me into learning about true crime, yeah. being a part of... Becoming a murderino, as we like to, to call ourselves. Yeah. Um, and so I went and recently visited uh, one of my best friends from high school. Uh, and she lives about an hour from Plainfield. Okay. So when I realized how close she was to Plainfield, and, you know, we had all this other stuff planned, 
Uh, we went to Lambeau. We went to the Brewer Stadium and watched a game. And um, I said, let's go to Ed Gein's grave. And she so was like, Ed Gein, huh? Is that who we're we are doing? Today? We okay. are going to be exploring Ed Gein. Um, He's and a simple man. He was. He was. Uh, and see, I'm looking forward just because, I mean, I've heard of Ed Gein. Who hasn't heard of him? But I don't know that much about him. Yes. Well, so um, other than that he was before a, she gets into the, the nitty-gritty, the, the meat and potatoes of yes, the story. Yes, literally. Know that his mother fucked him up. Yes. That. This is one of those, you know, you got, you got some where the mother's all I don't know prostitute how my, and I don't know how father and son are in the same room while she's making money and this ah. and that this woman was not she was not a good woman she was a winner oh and that's fantastic yeah. so this is this is probably where i mean andy was not the most educated was just a country boy that right. very non-educated to an extent yeah is what we think of being educated yeah right. And, uh, oh, but it, it gets some, some weird twist to it. It does. Okay. Not well, quite, we're not delving into the Chincoteo or, uh, what's his, oh, Or boy. Albert Fish. It, it's not, it's not, this was not going to make you cry. It's Thank not going to Like yeah, that one that was cry. hilarious. Chincoteo. Yeah, Chincoteo. Chincoteo that was a rough one. This, Chincoteo I mean, this was rough it. in its own way. But it is. It this is. is not as graphic, uh, nearly right. as graphic. Right. Um, so we went to his gravesite, and, and I had known that um, his tombstone was not there. Right. But it is common knowledge that he is buried next to his father, mother, and his brother. Right. Because mm-hmm. so we knew that. It's like you see three tombstones, and in between one of them is a space. For another exactly. thing, but they do that to keep people from desecrating it, and, right. yeah. which they sh- rightfully because, should. Because I'd heard, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I he's heard, what he's buried. What maybe a hundred yards from his last known victim? Yes, That's he's buried up. in the yeah. same. Which I don't think that the state should have allowed that to happen. Mm, they should also, have told. They should have cremated his body or buried him somewhere him else. Then putting him in. <laughs> yeah. Putting him in the same graveyard. Well, I'm where sure he there's other graveyards in this place. Well, right. they could exactly. have exactly. buried him in the same graveyard, but just further away. Well, yeah, I, yeah mm. I mean they're both dead. They don't right. give a shit, but still, it's just for the family. Yeah, that's family's sake. Disrespectful <laughs> yeah. to the family. You could probably take all the gains and move them into a mausoleum or something. Place in Utah, and nobody would give a shit because right. nobody probably wants to be associated with that last name. Exactly. So, there you go. Exactly, but it's rumored that people had went to his grave and had stolen it, chipped off the tombstone and was selling it on ebay so from what i understand now what's left of the tombstone is in police custody so it was it was weird when you when when i was there i could just you could feel like it was just negative like it's just like it's probably a sense of dread or something yeah i mean it was just like you could just feel like this is not well honestly i've never been to a, a cemetery and been like man 
Well, that's this true. feels awesome. This is true. <laughs> so, but I've been to several cemeteries, but this is the worst. <laughs> right. Got, as far as you that got dread a sense feeling. Of, uh, right. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That just but you kind of knew part of the history in. going in. I mean, yeah. everybody knows you go to cemeteries, a lot of dead people. And it didn't, yeah. it, it didn't help that there was a funeral procession going oh, on damn. as I was there. <laughs> ah, that's fucked up. Wow. So we pull in and we're seeing all these cars and I'm like, I know that they don't like anybody coming in this graveyard. So we're about to get kicked out of this graveyard. That was my that was my thought process. They did not. So we were just standing there and I was like, Oh God, they're 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 actually doing a funeral right now. They're all going to this funeral and me and my friend, we were like Oh, this like, oh, <laughs> like what do we do? Do we leave? Do we, we just drove an hour and something like let's just find this real quick and go on. Right. So um, the first one that you when you walk it, when you go into it is you see one of his victims and I had recognized the name. We'll right. get into uh, Miss Warden's story a little bit, but you see that and then you can just like at his tombstone, like people will dig up grave dirt from his grave and yeah keep it. and keep it to do like rituals satanic rituals oh, and stuff like that shut up like there's like feathers where the headstone like some feathers where the headstones are because people were you know would come out there and try to do satanic rituals at night um okay. so that's interesting that's not weird um yeah, not weird at all not but strange at all it happens I mean. um the, the area that it, it was i mean it's very I mean, it's your normal rural area. I mean, it's nothing right. spectacular in Plainfield. Um, it was just, it was a fun experience. I think it was cool to be able to say, hey, yeah, I mean, I've that's... been to one of the most notorious serial killers resting place. Right. <laughs> um, his house is no longer, his house burned down, which we'll learn about that in a little bit. So, of course, I couldn't right. go to where he yeah. lived. But, uh, but, yeah, so that's my Ed Gein's story, and that's why I wanted to go ahead and put him in the bowl of cereal that's this month. Cool. Even though he's yeah. pretty well known he's for the most part, well known, yeah. but he's not in everybody's conscience mind. Yeah, conscious right. mind. Absolutely. But then you bring him up and be like, "Oh yeah, that's the dude." So, that's that dude. That, that's that, that cheese motherfucker out there. Yeah. The cheese it's guy. Cheese and beer. Yeah. The brewers and. Laverne and Shirley. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Green yeah. Bay. Green Bay. You got the cheese You know. got the cheese You got cheese You got a Lambo field. Yeah, which that was really fun. I really loved Lambo. Yes. It was really it's nice. Sort of iconic. Place. Yeah, very, very, very iconic. Well, um, so without further ado, let's hear about the let's, man. Let's talk about Mr. Game. Let's okay. talk. So he was born Edward Theodore Keane on August the 27th, 1906. So hello, Virgo. Ugh. Coming at you. Coming at you. Yes, I'm looking at you, Amy. Oh, screw you. <laughs> um, he is also known as the Butcher of Plainfield. Right. Because that's where he, was, uh, where he was from, or the Plainfield Ghoul. And he was uh, a convicted murderer and body snatcher. Uh, his crimes were committed around his hometown of Plainfield, Wisconsin, and gathered widespread notoriety in 1957 after authorities discovered some gruesome things in his home. Uh, we'll talk about that in just a few moments on what all was found. <clears throat> and he, he was born in La Crosse County, Wisconsin. Okay. 
And he was the second of two boys of George Philip Gein and Augusta Wilhelmine Gein. And he had an older brother named Henry George Gein, who was born in 1901. Okay. Now, Mr. Gein... I'm speaking about George's father, was an alcoholic, mm-hmm. and he was unable to keep a job for very long because of his alcoholism. Oh, yeah. So he worked various times as a carpenter and, ironically, a tanner. Huh. Yeah. And an insurance salesman. So uh, George, he, yeah, he owned a local grocery shop for a few years and sold the business. And after that, that's where they left and bought a 155-acre farm in Plainfield. That's a big old farm. It's a lot of land, yeah. absolutely. But I'm thinking maybe that's where he learned how to... Tan some hides. Yes. Tan some hides, yeah. So yeah. I'm sure his father is looking just back on that. pick that, that up and just know it. how to do it. Yeah, so. really. Right, yeah, so. Uh, Augusta, <clears throat> she hated her husband. There you go. Uh, Because of him not being able to keep a job. And she basically taught her kids that all women were whores, except her, of course. And that... Is she wrong, though? (laughs) Just say, I mean, I don't know. I'm asking. Speaking of whores, Ashley, why are your boobs out? Just saying, they—they're like coming at me, bro. I look over and it's titties everywhere. Sorry, guys. She's wearing like this black top and it's just boobs everywhere. And then Ashley doesn't have like a super huge rack, but they're coming at me. I mean, shit. Trying to be professional and do a podcast. Hey, I wasn't going to say anything. I was just letting you do you. Uh, I mean, hey, good on you. I mean, if you want to get your fuck on or whatever you need to do, do it. But I'm trying to do a podcast, trying to keep it PC, and you're getting with titties everywhere. Okay. (laughs) Thanks. Appreciate that. This is why you have me bring in the humor. Absolutely. That's why we have Wayne Uh, on. um, So all women are whores, according to Wilhelmina or whatever the hell her name. Henrietta. Augusta. 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 She would uh, read the Bible scriptures to her, especially the book of Revelation. She taught that very. Oh, she's one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Bible thumper. When I think of her, I think of the mother from Carrie and how she would be very, very, no, you can't do this. No, you can't do that. pretty good... uh, might have been. Yeah, it's what a possibility. King used as his inspiration. Right. Maybe. Possibility. It's a possibility. Um, so. She saw him masturbating at 12 years old. That's about the time. And when uh, she when she caught him masturbating, she told him that his genitalia was the curse of a man. Well, yeah. And <laughs> yeah, he, it is. And that he should never. And she poured a hot pan of of water on him when she found that because she caught him masturbating. So there's that. Do I have to bring this shit up every time I come on this podcast? We're not shaming anybody. Right. Jerk it off. Right. Rub it out. Flick your bean. It's It's, yours. Play with it. It's cool. It's normal. It's cool. Just just do it. Just. just, I would say just don't. 
But I'm saying just do. <clears throat> yeah, just do. In this, in this case. And, um... Just don't do it in front of your fucking mom. Yeah. Right, right. And which he was in the bathtub, and I'm sure he, at, at 12, he's not taking a bath. His mom is not bathing him at 12 years old. I don't know. This bitch was kind of weird. So, uh, yeah. But at 12 years old, you can look at that thing cross-eyed, and it's going to go off. Exactly. <laughs> the wind um, blows the right direction. Ah, shit. Yeah. You're coming. Right. I just can't eat me my pants. Right. Well, it's also said that when he was a child, well, this is going to remind you guys of a of another serial killer that we did, um, of Mr. Joachim Kroll. Um, he walked out and saw his mom, you know, cutting up a, a pig. Oh, huh? no. And, and they got him. He, they got a Woodrow Wilson. <laughs> yeah. Now, it was reported the first time he ejaculated. What is it with serial killers and animals? Look, I'm a I'm a dude. Dying. And uh, I've killed animals Mm -hmm. and never came. Yeah, yeah. Especially seeing your mom cut open. Weird as fuck. That makes. But like I said, his mom, his mom was. Yeah. Pretty fucked up. So, so as you can imagine, this poor kid, and I'm going to say that he's a poor kid because you know no kid deserves to be feeling this way but I, I have this sense that he was feeling well i'm having these feelings for women which is what you know right you decide then he's probably. learning about his sexuality right yeah. and you know guy gal goat right. chicken whatever, whatever right whatever. You're, you're learning your sexuality and he this is he's probably what the 40s because he was well, no, it would have been early, earlier than that. The 20s. He he was born in 1906, so this would have been probably the like 18, the... 18s, 19s, yeah. 20s. Right. Roaring 20s. Right, right. So, in a small town in Wisconsin. Yeah, so my thought process is he's like extremely confused. Like he's got right. his mom yelling at him saying... Look, sometimes you can't not control boners. And yeah, well, I, I it's not okay I to get a masturbate. I most of any of them. <laughs> I have a husband. Yeah, but you were, I thought you was going to say, well, I can't control my boner. And I was like, Amy, do we need to have this talk? No, we don't. <laughs> no, but like at that age, they just, just out of nowhere. Yeah. Whoa, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's normal for a man or a woman to start feeling certain emotions when they go through puberty. Yeah, I mean, but y'all have innies normal. and we have outies. Well, I, I get that. <laughs> yeah, at least we can hide ours. Yeah. Right. Right, but my—I no, mean—he no. had to be just so confused, and then he had. Oh God. Sorry. And I, and I do Sorry. feel for him in that aspect because right. Right. you know nobody deserves to be feeling like, well, I can't feel what I'm feeling. Right. What am I supposed to do? What with I'm this feeling, feeling is wrong. Stifling all these right. feelings that you're going. Well, through. mom, mom's taught me that what I'm feeling is wrong. There must be and something all wrong with women me. Are whores. Right, except for her. Except for me. Except for her. Um, you know, you sh- your That's penis is... That's a recipe is, for disaster anyway. Right. Your, your penis is the curse of a man. So, you know, he... Obviously, this is going to make him extremely shy. You know, right. he's not going to want to really interact with anybody because, like you said, anything can trigger, I'm sure, those right. emotions. And it's just like... Right. He doesn't know how to handle those emotions at this point. So they said that he had, like, strained mannerism and... He would seemingly just have random bursts of laughter just for, like, no reason. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like a mental <laughs> right. breakdown. Right, right. 
Or and maybe he had something funny in his head and exactly. laughed. I mean, exactly. that does happen, too. And they said that he would laugh at his own personal jokes, which, I mean, that's Hey, if you can't happens. laugh at yourself, yeah, you're really that living happens. it. Right. And to even make matters worse, she would punish him whenever he tried to make friends. Oh, that's fucked ah. up. He wasn't even allowed to have friends. So, obviously, this Sounds is like I'm... Mama was a little bit on the... Yeah. Uh-huh. Side. Uh-huh. The nature versus the nurture nest. thing is Real coming with this one. Ed. Yeah. Nurture. So, you know, despite all of that, though, he did do fairly well in school, particularly in reading. Okay, so maybe um, he was more educated than I thought. Yeah. He, they found a lot of books when they caught him, and I'll go over some of those books, but mm. it's like Nazi books and stuff like that. Uh, um, oh, so white supremacy. So, okay. Well, that would be you know. later, though. That's in the 40s. Yeah. Yeah, she would, uh, well, German war stuff is what he was mostly right. reading. And plus, he was caught in the 50s, so he could have read. And still, yeah. segregation yeah, was a big thing yeah. then, too. And, mm. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but, yeah, long story short, as far as his childhood goes, he had it to where his mom was painted in his head that women were harlots and whores because they wore short skirts yeah. and they wore makeup yep. and... yeah. She's not wrong. Uh, <laughs> go, Mama Gain. Yeah. Mama Gain. Yeah. Tell us how you really feel. She's 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 something. But she's, she's something. She's not. She probably. She just would have made a fucking sandwich. Oh Everything. my God! Here we go with the sandwich uh, again. Jk, you know, man. Jk. I was gonna bring that joke up later because of something that happens in no here. No more. We're not bringing it up anymore. <laughs> but well, I mean, she's getting me close to the, to the depression, so she may not have had the ingredients for a fucking sandwich. There Lunch, you go. Make a lettuce sandwich. I don't <laughs> there know. you go. Bitch, go out and fucking pull some wheat and make some flour. What the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> we don't know, Layla. Um, <laughs> but on. Uh, April the 1st of 1940, uh-huh. uh, his father died of heart failure. Great. And it says it was caused by alcoholism, so I'm assuming that was sepsis, I would assume. Probably. Cirrhosis of the liver. Or, I yeah, haven't died cirrhosis. from alcoholism yet. So um, he was... A, Possibly he was, alcohol poisoning. Yeah. yeah. Or could Because yeah. that was during the time of prohibition. Yeah. And he could have got a hold of some bathtub gin. And yeah. that might have poisoned More than likely, ass. he would drink anything that was in front of him. So yeah. he might have yeah. drank gasoline. Who knows? Right. It just Turpentine says caused by alcoholism. So yeah. we don't Got know. a hold of some what? real strong shine. Yeah. yeah. 95,000 proof. Yeah. Right. Got some Pure of backwoods West Virginia stuff. 93. You know what I'm send saying? you to Mars. No, he got yeah. some stuff from Franklin County. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, so after that, him and his brother, you know, they started working odds and end jobs, trying to help their mother keep up with the 155-acre yeah, farm, farm yeah. right, uh, yeah. making ends meet. And they were generally considered reliable and honest to the community, right? They seemed like they were just hardworking kids, trying to help their mama keep, keep things going. And... Um, while they both worked as handymen, Mr. Gein, I'm talking about Ed now, uh, he frequently babysat for the neighbors. So, 
Uh, looking uh, back, it's like, hmm. Well, yeah, well they but, didn't know that at the time. A little bit of pedo. Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't mm-hmm. think he did. I, no. I, honestly, the way that his mom treated him, he says that he died a virgin. He never had sex. I believe that. And I don't, I don't. Well, like I, I said, I, I don't, don't know. know much yeah. about Because of, you'll see. Mm-hmm. When it gets into the meat of it, I, that's yeah. probably legit. Yeah, I would say it was because he why, really why lie about it, right? And he really uh, you know, the way that yeah. he was almost obsessive over his mother, and he treated her like she was like a god. Well, he didn't literally have, he didn't know because how to he didn't tell, he anything. didn't have any. Well, he had nobody else. He, st- he was emotionally stunted. He right. had no friends. Oh, yeah. Right, right. He was told that it's, all women are whores. So he, why would he want to stick his dick in wrong. it? Right. So. um He said that he enjoyed babysitting because he seemed to relate more easily to children than adults. Right. Um, He's probably had a lot in common with him. Right. Because in in a sense of... In a childlike wonder. Right. Right. Again, emotionally stunted. Right, yeah. 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 He Um, probably maybe like living through them. Right. Oh, look, a little kid playing with a toy. Oh, that... Yeah. Enjoy something yeah. you never felt. So. Right. Yeah. Or seeing how their parents would react to them. Right. Yeah. Kind yeah, this of is thing. what your good parents look like. Right. Yeah. Right. I got you. Um, now, his brother, Henry, did begin divorcing a divorced mother of two. Divorcing a divorced mother? No. He began dating a. Did okay. I say divorced? You said divorcing a divorced mother. I was like, don't you need to get married dating. to him first? Weird, he began right. dating a divorced mother of some two. Some weird Wisconsin Talk about shit, some ass-backwards shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he planned on them moving in together. Okay. Now, Henry did worry about his brother's attachment to their mother, of course. Yeah. And he often spoke ill of her around Ed. He would, you know, I'm that sure he would like, you know that. Right. You know, what the fuck is she doing now? That you know, that... Bitch. She's bitch crazy. Whore. She's crazy. Bitch crazy. You know, that man. kind of thing. Reading that revelation. And, Give me and some of, cheese. And of course, the way that, you know, Ed idolized his, uh, his mother, yeah. you know, he was like, don't talk about so my mother. So he's going like to start don't resenting his brother. Don't do that, right? right? So it's said that on May the 16th of 1944 that Ed and his brother Henry were burning a, burning a marsh vegetation on the property and the fire got out of control. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. And of course, that drew the attention of the local fire department. Oh yeah. So it's by the job. end of the yeah, so by the end of the day, they had gotten the fire out, and Ed was like, you know, my my brother Henry is is missing. You know, he he's he's not here, but he was there with you know with me. Right. But the weird thing, when they found, he took them directly to Henry's body. Directly mm-hmm. to Henry's body, um, and Henry was found lying face down. Now, the they were they asked him. They were like, you know, why were you able to tell us exactly where where he was? And he was like, right. eh, it must have been just good luck, basically. Like, ah, just happened. I don't know. Um, so it's speculated that he killed his brother, but. The death certificate basically put that he had asphyxiation with the with the fire. Smoke inhalation. Yeah. So um, 
And then they said it was like heart failure caused by the asphyxiation. Right, right. So, but he wasn't burned, but he had two spots on the back of his head. Mm-hmm. That the cops were just like, eh, whatever. And they didn't think nothing of it. They didn't do an investigation. They just kind of let it go. Leaving that whole thing open right, for interpretation. for the 10-foot pole. Right. So, because, you know, this type of thing doesn't normally happen in that small town. So, I don't think that the cops knew how to handle it properly. Exactly. Um, So, so it's up for speculation if I personally think that he did his brother in because he was talking bad about his mom. That's what my first thought was. So, there's there. Um, Now, of course, that left him and his mother. They, they, you know, were living in the home together, but Augusta started having a lot of medical issues. She was having several um, strokes. I don't know what I was about to say, but strokes. Different strokes for different folks? Yeah. Yeah. And um, in 1945, he later recounted that him and his mother visited a man named Smith who lived nearby to purchase straw. And according to Gain, Augusta witnessed Smith beating a dog. And Augusta was extremely upset by the scene. However, what bothered her did not appear to be the brutality toward the dog, but rather the presence of the woman that was with him. Um, She told Ed that they were not married, and she had no business being there, that she was Smith's harlot. Oh. And uh, soon after that, she had a second stroke, and her heart deteriorated really quickly so she died on december the 29th of 1945 at the age of 67 so now he's left with no one you know now he's he's literally all alone probably doesn't know how to process his grief yeah yes because he didn't know how to do that because his mom was a controlling bitch. bitch yeah Absolutely. He did not know how to cope with his own emotions. I would say she kept him more like an infantile, childlike level Mm -hmm. as far as that maturation goes. He even had, you know, during all this time, he was ambiguous about his masculinity, and he even considered amputation of his penis on several occasions because he couldn't control what was happening to his body. We didn't know. He didn't like it. Yeah. Um, so, with uh, the pioneer transsexual Christine Jorgensen um, in the headlines at the time, he, because she, she turned female after she was drafted in the war and came back and she transitioned and had the surgery to become a woman. Um, so he was fascinated by that and he followed that process, that whole thing very closely. And he said, there has to be other ways he thought of turning female on a part-time basis. (laughs) Okay. He wanted to be a part-time female. All right. So he wanted to be, uh, the way that I, he wanted to be both. Drag queen. Right. Right. And I think that that's kind of where his mind was going, but I think this may have been before. Well, see, he could have been transgender without the sex reassignment surgery. Yeah. Yeah. I think that probably frightened him a little bit, and they didn't have all the 
right. technology that you had. Also, now. makeup was pretty toxic back in those days. And <laughs> that too. You couldn't really convincingly make yourself and look feminine. And he was feminine. an ugly dude. And, and let's, just, <laughs> let's yeah. just talk about that time frame as well. It's not as welcoming to be yeah. trans, transgender. Um, as it is now, I think we've come a long way. Do well, I think that we have also, more way to go? Yes. But back then, it was awful. Like, people were killed. You were killed just for being gay. For being gay or transsexual. Um, so, I think that, again, his mind is all over the place. It's like, should I be a woman? But then, no, I don't want to be a woman because my mom says that she was the only woman that's not a whore. And I don't want to be a whore. Right, and then right. it's like, but I can't be a man. Because I can't have these feelings, because my mom says that that's that's bad, right? Yeah. So um, I'm com- he's very confused. So for his time at that point, with his mindset, he should have been committed to an asylum. Right, right. If people were around him and he had friends, but he wasn't around. But he wasn't allowed so to be around old, anybody. Oh, weird old yeah. head over there. He's a good That's old the way fellow. that they looked at it. I mean, honestly, they were just kind of like, "Yeah, that's just Ed. He's that's just Ed. He's just a little touched or whatever, but he right. ain't ever he ain't hurt no fly. Nobody. Exactly. And then, well, he likes yes, he pot did. and meat and okay. Right. So it's full of peckers. You know, and that's lips. kind of exactly the way that the town folk looked at him. You yeah. know, it was just like, oh, that's just that's just the boy down the road. He, he, he don't, he don't mean no harm. Town he don't mean no out. harm. He's just a little, he's just a little weird, you yeah. know, but they right. didn't think nothing of it. Um, he's but a he, good old boy. Right. He's a good old boy. Um, so, of course, he was still able to get little odds and end job to be able to keep up the farm, right? And he even boarded up rooms um, after his mom died. Yeah. And he would leave them untouched. He would not touch them after his mother died, right? Because he didn't want to have to go through her things. Her things. So he it was obviously very dusty, very not clean, right? I mean, because of that. But he he kept them untouched. So he lived in a small room next to the kitchen, and that was basically where he spent yeah. all of his time was in that room the kitchen and bathroom kind of thing i mean he didn't yeah. really do much anything else because right. the rest of it were, were closed that. off <clears throat> yeah so you know as i mentioned he became interested earlier in reading pulp magazines and adventure stories particularly those involving cannibals and nazi atrocities nice so it's always the nazis he's exactly God can you imagine nazis. how many Fewer serial killers there would be. If we didn't have them goddamn if we didn't Nazis. Have these goddamn Nazis. Nazis. Fuck, Fuck you, you Adolf. Adolf. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Inglorious bastards, all of them. Scouts. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, during that time, he received a farm subsidy from the federal government in 1951. So that kind of helped him be able to continue to keep everything up. And um, he occasionally worked with the local uh, municipal road crew and crop threshing crews in the area. And sometime between 1946 and 1956, he sold 80 acres of land that his brother had owned. So he was, you know, he's got this income coming in. So he's able to... 
uh, you know, keep and make ends meet. But then we're getting into the crimes. Mm-hmm. So this is where... This is where it gets Texas interesting. James it's interesting. <laughs> Absolutely. But real quick, though, wasn't he the one that had the belt of nipples? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You'll yes, see, yes. but. It's a lot of stuff. His, and didn't he have a lampshade made out of human skin? Uh huh. His, he uh. Did. Not infatuations, because that's not the word, but. What his mom did to his psyche will play. Mm-hmm. In his cry, his begin well, mm-hmm. all of it really, but the beginnings of his crimes, which they were crimes, but it he wasn't hurting anybody except for the the ones that he did. Murder. Well, uh, yeah. well, yeah, yeah. I'm saying yeah. it first. Yeah. Then it takes a yeah freaking left turn. Yeah. <laughs> no wrong turn yeah. six. There you go. And gets uh, real fucked up. But. Absolutely. You'll see that it is his mammy. If you've seen the Alfred Hitchcock Psycho, I oh, feel yeah. like that that's the one that got it the closest no, as to far what's as the really yeah. right. The mental part of the it. The Chainsaw really Massacre. The, they showed more of the gruesome the, stuff, right? The the technically the what, more some of, of the, the shit he really did. Yeah, yeah. And but then, that had more of a and psyche, then. Yeah. Uh, Silence of the Lambs with Buffalo Bill. Yeah. Yeah. That fucked me. That fucked me hard. The whole the whole tuck She puts the lotions on the skin. Maybe not quite that, but they would get that from you know Ed Gein and then from Heimnick. Exactly. They 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 factored on both of those things because they're kind of similar. I mean, similar in in that aspect, but um, but absolutely. Well, more along the lines with um. Hamden that I covered was the way that he basically would torture people in a pit. Right. Well, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. We digress. Yeah. <laughs> Get after yeah. it. So, um, on the morning of November the 16th of 1957, at the Plainfield Hardware Store, which is no longer named the hardware store, for obvious reasons, because they don't want people there. Starbucks. Um, Possibly. Dollar I General. I think it's just another, like, <laughs> mom and pop store. Uh, I thought it might be like a DJ. Uh-huh. No. Um, but, they're popping up like herpes everywhere. Yeah. Uh, but Bernice Warden, Warden, I don't know why I wrote that. Well, <laughs> your English is failing you. Yeah. So she was the um, hardware store owner, and she just disappeared. Right. Ro. Mm-hmm. So um, it said that the day before, this is coming from her son that uh she had told him that you know ed was acting a little strange when he was coming into the store and that he had asked her out on a date the night before he murdered her did she go out with him no there you go bitch see if this is where I was going to get If she the, went out on a date with him, made him a fucking maybe sandwich. made a sandwich for him, <laughs> maybe tickled his pickle, she might, well, she wouldn't probably be alive today, but maybe she they could have had a bunch yeah. of game babies. Dear God. <laughs> Thank God they didn't. Right. No, I mean, um, no. That, that's just that's jokes. That's sad. Right. I mean, it's sad. Because um, he, he did kind of shoot a shot with her and, and 
she she turned him down. And also with how emotionally stunned he was, he couldn't handle rejection either. Exactly. Yeah, and that's why I got to kill this bitch. Right, right. So it's reported that his truck had driven out from the rear of the building at around 9.30 that morning. And that that was the last receipt that was processed. Ooh. So it led them back to him. Back to, back to him. Um, so they say that said um, he went in there for antifreeze. Well, and yeah, that was the last harsh, thing. They have harsh winters. That that was the last thing that he he purchased at the yeah. store was antifreeze. Um, so it said that the hardware store didn't have a lot of customers that day because it was deer hunting season and so it's probably cold. Yeah, yeah. And it's really 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 cold. You need to so protect your engine. Exactly. So they uh, Frank Warden told investigators that he had been in the store that evening and told him about the the date thing and mm-hmm. um they go and they investigate the um they investigate the situation by going to his house to just talk to him right, right. we just want to talk dude hey, hey, hey we need to have and a talk hey, yo, Mondo, we just need to talk right. we just want to talk Susie, right Susie johnson or whatever the fuck her name so, was so <laughs> Mr. Arthur Sheely, who was a police detective, goes out there. Did you say Allie Sheedy? No, Arthur. Oh. It's S-C-H-L-E-Y. So maybe Schley or Sheely. Sheely, I don't know. Uh, Forgive me for the pronunciation, but. The what? Pronunciation. Pronunciation. I'm sorry. My English is bad, apparently. get her up. (laughs) Pronunciation guide. Anyway. I'm going to get you at the source for Christmas. That ain't going to help us. I should know your birthday because your birthday's coming up. It is. Very soon. Very soon. Got Jelly making you a special present. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. Farting all day. It's uh, said that when he went on the premises, he was walked through the trash in the darkened kitchen because he. Ed was not there, but they had gotten. Warrant. Warrant to search the property. Right. So they said that when uh, they went through and they were walking through the darkened kish- uh, kitchen, that he brushed into something hanging from the ceiling. Oh, shisa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He turned um, turned a torch because I don't know why he didn't have a fl- uh, flashlight. Well, a lot of people thing? would call a flashlight, a, a, flashlight like a torch, Shut Ashley. the fuck up. I think they were. I don't know. Uh, the, the torch was the was a flashlight because that's another word that okay. people call flashlights. So either way, he turns it on the object. All right, picture this. You're going through. You've got the light. You, you bump into something. You turn around to see what it is. Um, real quick, uh, flashlights were invented in the 1890s. Okay, thank so you. Even yeah, those because I really weirdo don't... fucks up in uh, Wisconsin, if we have anybody listening, not, no offense, <laughs> uh, but... Uh, yeah, they had him there. Yeah, because okay. I, I highly, highly okay. doubt that he's walking through a house with a stick. Now, it might not have been no flames, police mag light or nothing like that. Like we have but, now. But, I mean, he has a flashlight. Right, yeah. okay. Okay, I just wasn't sure I'll about that. Because the British call it a torch. It's a torch. It's, yes. Okay, so, it was a naked human carcass. Oh. This, this carcass was beheaded. Mm-hmm. Oh, Disemboweled. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Excellent. And hung upside down from a ceiling beam. Okay. Oh. Well, yeah, it's going to get the strength. It's going to hold the the weight. So it's kind of reminding me on how you would uh, 
Butcher a pig. Skin a deer. Or oh, yeah, a pig. A pig. Or a cow, whatever. A pig. Uh-huh. An animal yeah. uh-huh. of some so, sort. So, of course, when uh, Mr. Schley Sheely, um, he obviously gagged at the sight of that. What a bitch. And he, he, did a, he didn't throw up, though. Oh, that's good. He didn't throw up. I'm sure he had a <laughs> lifetime of... <laughs> Gag like he had a cock in his throat. Whoa, Ames with the pornography. You're Um, welcome. It uh, it turns out that it was Miss Wharton. It was her body that was found there. Okay. And uh, her head was in a burlap burlap sack in another part of the house. Yeah. Hmm? Um, So he had taken that. And uh, nails had been hammered through each ear. Mm -hmm. And it had been tied with, uh, with twine. As if the readiness for the head to be hung up as if it was like a trophy. Yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, because that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, come on. So, Stuff. yeah. Taxidermy. Right. Yeah. Right. And, you know... Like the prize deer to, you mount on the wall. He's about to use his dad's tanning experience, and I'm sure he passed down to his son a little uh-huh. bit here. Um, so... Because you used every part of the animal back in those days. Exactly. Exactly. So the detective spent the entire night and the next day going through that house, right? Now, what they found was whole human bones and fragments of bones. A wastebasket made of human skin. Sweet! Mm. It just smells good. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Human skin covering several seat chairs well, they, that, were, I mean, that were there. It's pliable. It's, I mean, it's stretchy. Stretchy. Yeah. And um, depending on how much lotion they <clears> use, it could be very soft. It puts the lotion on its skin or else it gets no, the hose we're again. we're not doing that. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Um, skulls on this bedpost. That's, That's hard rock. Ass, That's hard I mean, rock it sucks right for the people... Yeah. But if you could get replica skulls and have them on the four corners of your bed, it'd be kind of that's kind of metal, right? Kind of fucking metal. And it, it may have been a may have been a jelly skull. I mean, we don't say specifically if it was human skull or not, but <laughs> no, because skull. it's still attached to her head. So, I mean. Or now, <laughs> she's farting. But it did say that there were female skulls as mm-hmm. well, and um, some of them with the tops of their skulls uh, sewn off. So sewn, sewn off? or sawed off? Oh, sawed off? Sawed off? Sewn? Yeah, I don't know. That makes sense. Yeah, that's my bad. That was my bad. Um, bowls made from human skulls. Yeah. That's what I'm so about. so he was eating out of. Was he drinking skulls. out of them too? I wonder if he's eating like cereal. Probably. Maybe. Did he have electricity? In the fit, I think so. They had it. <laughs> I know that they I'm did. I'm saying, did he have I, it? I don't know for sure. <laughs> Mother, that's why I said I'm not sure. Like some people, pretty sure that go into that thing, just stop paying the bills and right, right. No running water, no electricity, and just live in their own dookie. Yeah, um, there was also probably at an outhouse. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure. Um, a corset made from a female torso, skin from the shoulders to the. To the waist. Nice. Um, leather face, if you will. I'm leather face. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, Amy, you love leggings. <laughs> oh, fantastic. They were leggings made of uh, human leg skin. So they were uh, actual, actual leggings. leggings. Yeah, yeah, they were actual leggings. leggings. 
Huh, leggings. Ah, ah, I like it. Ugh. I like it. Don't like That's that horrible. terrible pun. Um, mask made from the skin of female heads. That's where you're there you go, face. face. Mm-hmm. Ma- mainly came in. Uh, of course, I mentioned Mary Hogan's face. Nipple belt. So that was another woman, not Miss Warden, but another lady. That That's the second one that he admitted to killing. He's admitted to All killing right, But Jerry. wasn't he doing other things, too? Um, yeah, yeah. We're we're getting we're getting to the the rest of the stuff that okay. they found in the house. All right. They found Mary Hogan's face mask nice. in a paper bag. Yeah. Her skull in a box. Why not? Miss Warden's entire head in a burlap sack, which yeah. I mentioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And her heart in a plastic bag in front of Gein's uh, stove. So okay. there's that. It's not weird. That's not weird at, at all. all. No. Um. It's normal shit. Yeah. Uh. Nine. Women's vaginas in a shoebox. Well, I mean, look, if you're going to have a box full of pussies. A, a box full of boxes. <laughs> he had a box. A box full of boxes. Full of boxes. And they were probably super hairy boxes. Yeah, nine of them. you got to have an odd number. It's mm-hmm. got to be nine. It does. It does. Don't know why. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of bush. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, nine uh, young girls' dresses. Uh-uh. And I don't like that. No, the that's... vaginas of two females judged to have been about 15 years old. Oh, wow. Hmm. Um, How did he get some of these? Well, he, he would go at night mm-hmm. and uh, dig up graves. Oh. He would go and look in the newspaper. And who did they remind him of? His mother. His mother. He, yeah, they were, they were so women that that's they were some Anatoly kind of vibes there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Anatoly, yep. Anatoly, look, it's me. I'm crazy. Um, <laughs> you mentioned this one, uh, a belt made of human nipples. Yeah, so there's that. that. Yeah, and there's that. I brought it up a minute ago. It's all, yep. we're all fam here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Four noses. Whoa. Okay. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's step pe- back for a second. <laughs> yeah. Dude likes what body parts. What are you going to do with this shit? He's going to well, smell them. If Yeah, because it's going to do nothing but <laughs> fucking is, rot. This is, yeah. and he He's made, afraid the noses were going to run. Yeah. Uh-huh. Follow your no- uh-huh. Get out. No, it's my podcast. Um, there was also a pair of lips on a window shade. Jawstring. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I read And that. Um, a lampshade made from the skin of uh, a human face. Oh, I bet you that was fuddly mm. weird looking. Mm-hmm. Kind of Necronomicon mm-hmm. book of the day. Yeah. So, um, if you've looking, heard you know, the song. I don't know about the Necronomicon. If you've heard the song Skinned by Blonde Melon. That's about him. I'll make a lampshade out of your skin. Well, what about a dead skin mask from Slayer? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's literally about exactly. Ed Gein. It is. It's called exactly. Dead Skin Mask. Exactly. Durkadur. Exactly. Yes. Look it up. It's fucking metal. And then, of course, there were fingernails from female fingers. I would have thought they were male fingernails. Why? Mm. I mean, did you have to say it like I, that? I did. I, last I, I checked, did. pretty Everything much everybody had, has fingernails. He had a box full of boxes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going with, you just, yeah. he said he had a bunch of fingernails. Yeah. He, we got it. Everybody, yeah. most <laughs> everybody has fingernails. Yeah. But we knew it was going to be female. Yeah. Yeah. From just, um, just what We had the acrylics. Uh, the, these artifacts were photographed. He didn't do anything with any of them's buttholes? Mm, they didn't say. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just wondering if he had a box of butts. He might. Uh, or not like that they a, failed. a satchel full failed. of anuses. <laughs> he may have. 
you know, because the heart was right there at the stove. Did he have a fanny he pack? A fanny full of sphincters. It's possible. <laughs> These things are possible. Um, you know, we don't know if he he never admitted to eating any human flesh. It feels but like he probably. Did. I feel like he probably he was a cannibal. He probably tasted it. A he probably bit. ate. He probably enjoyed it. Probably yeah. ate him. Um, now, of course, the police took photographs of this, but um, it wasn't long after they were decently disposed of because of how gruesome and graphic, yeah. and they didn't want oh, it out. Yeah. Um, I've seen pictures of what people believe that it looked like, yeah, yeah. Um, like with the the belt full of nipples, the face on the on the lampshades and stuff like that. But, but could yeah. you imagine... It's a lot of nipples. How some people who are obsessed with serial killers <clears throat> would pay for that shit. Oh, absolutely. Do you realize that Zach Bagans would probably own every last piece of that and have it in his damn fucking museum in Las Vegas? Speaking of, damn of him, fucking. what did I send you the other night that Oh, yeah, he bought? he bought the James Dean Porsche. Yes. Yes, he did. He did. He, brought the, he bought the spider. He did. He did. So there He's going to die. I don't know yeah. who this is. Because so it's, it's cursed. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. What are you doing? Yeah. Let's hope so. I don't know who this is. So He he does ghost adventures on, it's a TV show. Or as my husband likes to say, the gigantic douchebag. Yeah. Oh, the fake show on TV. Yeah. 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 yeah there's that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, when he was questioned, he told investigators that between 47 and 52, that he made as many 40 visits at night to three local graveyards to exhume the to bodies, get the bodies that resembled his mom. Right. right. He, like I said, he would go through the newspapers and read the obituaries. Same kind of kind facial of features, hair, age, so, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, he says that he was in like a daze-like state, and on about thirty of those visits, he said that he came out of those days while he was in the cemetery. And that he left the grave in good order. He said he, you know, he just kind of dozed out while he was at the graveyard. And he returned home to Handon. On other occasions, he says that he dug up graves of recently buried middle-aged women. Like I said, that he resembled his uh, mother. And he took the bodies home where he tanned their skins to make the things that we found. Like the nipple no, did, 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 uh, did he do a, a full body? Was he, he trying to? He was trying to. He don't, I don't think because he, I mean he had the legs. I mean he so pretty much had, he had it. Pretty much he just had to put he it had together. The, he, he didn't legs. have the feet, he but he had the legs. Frankenstein, his mom, That's sort of. But he wanted to wear her yeah. body. He wanted to be with his mother again. So I, I believe that together. he was trying to do that. Because I, uh, the only thing I, I could think of is he's trying to Frankenstein this shit and mm-hmm. find him a book of the dead and bring this bitch back. I don't. I don't know if he was looking uh, for the Necronomicon. Well, you never know. I mean, it's yeah. possible. I mean, this is why he's so interesting, because people don't know what he was really trying to do with it, you know? Well, was, was he trying to reanimate he, her? Yeah, uh, and they said that I, he even dug not. up her grave. And he wanted Fucked to it. he wanted to be closer to his what mother. If? So he dug it up to basically hug her and, and what do whatever. If? And Liquor, like, okay, hear me out. Hear me place. out. What know, if he was a necrophiliac? Huh? So technically, he was a virgin because he's not having sex with a living being. 
I mean, that's possible too, but I don't know. I don't. I think he would have admitted to it. I think he yeah, liked I mean, the. Well, I feel well, like he liked well, the attention because if you saw, like I've seen pictures of when he got arrested, creepy looking motherfucker, and he was smiling. He enjoyed what he was doing. Oh, so he was another Berkowitz too, huh? Yeah, sort like of. He, he got attention that he never got exactly from anybody other anybody than other than his mother, fucking mom, and his yeah. brother tried to help him yes. ish. So um, like, nah. they did. Open up three of the nine graves that he said that he went to. Uh-huh. And uh, the caskets were, of course, inside the wooden boxes that they were buried in. And The some caskets of, were inside the wooden bodies? Because you have a wooden box that you put the casket in when you get buried. Now mm. it's like a... Now it's cement. More, now it's cement, but it used to be... Oh, I didn't know this. Like the yeah. vault, because <clears throat> what they do is when you're buried, the grave is lined with a cement vault. Uh, and then the keep... casket is lowered down into it, and then a cement piece is mm-hmm. placed to close the vault, and then it's buried. Yeah. And what that does is to keep um, a the smell in, and B, animals out, animals from digging into it, and keep people from trying to break into the graves and yeah. dig these people up. Maybe yeah. fuck them. Right. That too. Right. Um, also, a kind of a weatherizing thing. Right. Because if you think it. about down in New Orleans where the water table is extremely low and it's very prone to flooding. Well, it I mean, used that's to be what happens that, when you're below sea level. Yeah, but it used to be that if it would yeah, flood, the bodies would right, rise up. Yeah, but knew, if they're encased yeah. in cement, that can't happen. Gotcha. Very okay. often. I don't keep up yeah. with cemetery stuff, but that's yeah. cool. Yeah. It's just a random bit now, of information I have in my My, my gotcha. thought process is... How can one man dig up a grave by himself in one night? Well, if nobody is policing the cemetery, right. and it's and as he's you said, a hard worker, so you know they, they, he's a working fellow. Mm-hmm. As you on said, the farm. Like, when the hell did he sleep? Probably. Well, as you said, Ashley, but this was a very rural area. Probably didn't sleep much. And the police basically didn't really know what to do with murders to begin with. So you can obviously them. tell that they're not used to people right. digging up bodies. So why are they going to have any That's, kind of security around mm-hmm. these cemeteries not and around these graveyards? Yeah. It's not high areas. priority. Yeah. You yeah. might hear about, oh, send a cruiser over to the <coughs> cemetery and they shine the light, don't see anything, and they keep on going. You know, vandals wouldn't really, people vandalize so the cemetery. Have, he may not have even had to do it in one night. Wasn't right. even. That's the case. Yeah. 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 And even then, what if the cemetery wasn't in a very high traffic area? You're not going to have just people coming along every right. five minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't go to the cemetery, so I don't know what it looks like, Ashley. <laughs> Not that cool. It's an unmarked grave. <laughs> now, um, when he was, when they found this stuff, there was a 16-year-old who uh, parents said that they were they were friends with Gene, right? Mm-hmm. And they attended ball games and movies with him, stuff like that. And uh, they reported that he kept shrunken heads in his house, but Gene had told them that it was from his cousin who served in World War Two, and it was a bunch. It was like souvenirs, souvenirs from the war. 
So they didn't really think much of it. Whatever. You know, you could, because um, that kind of was a thing you know, practice out there. They they made a joke to Trophies. him one time. Yeah. You know, if you've got the head, where's the rest of the body? And he went, ha ha, in that room right there. And He, he won't was, lie. He wasn't lying, and they thought that it was a joke. So there's that. He's a weird. Weirdo. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, now, he suspected of uh, several other unsolved cases in Wisconsin, including the 1953 disappearance of Evelyn Hartley, um, who was a babysitter in La Crosse. And during questioning, it is reported um, that Sheriff Art Sheely, I guess that's what we're going to call him. Sure. Reportedly assaulted Gein by banging his head and face into a brick wall. So as a result, Gein's initial confession was ruled inadmissible because he was forced or mm-hmm. coerced. Mm-hmm. Now he died of heart failure in 1968 at the age of 43 before Gein even went on trial. So they said a lot of people that knew him said that he was traumatized by his by Gein's crimes and obviously, right? And he had a fear of even having to testify, especially about assaulting Gein. And um, one of his friends said he was a victim as Ed Gein is sure if he would have butchered him. Well, I could assume so. I mean, you come across that kind of scene and find all that shit. Mm-hmm. And then That's you have that person in front of you, and it's like, yeah, you wanna I'm going to fuck this dude up. This dude right, up. yeah. Right. It's natural, I'm <clears throat> guessing. Yes, yes. To an extent. So, on November the 21st, 1957, he was arraigned on one count of first-degree murder, where he pleaded not guilty due to reason of insanity. That's feels like that's the go-to for every serial killer. Most of them. We're just going to go for the insanity plea. Mm-hmm. you got to be a little insane to want to do this shit. shit. This is true. <clears throat> this is true. He was diagnosed with uh, schizophrenia, and he was found mentally incompetent. Um, so he was found unfit for trial. So he was sent to the Central State Hospital for the Criminally Insane, which is now the Dodge Correctional Institution, which is a maximum security facility in um, Wapun, Wisconsin, and he was later transferred to the Mendota State Hospital in Madison, Wisconsin. Okay. Now, in 1968, they did, the doctors determined that Gein was mentally able to confer with counsel and participate in his defense. From what I read, he was like the ideal patient. He was, you know, a lot of the nurses and stuff were like, we wish we had more of our patients that acted as respectfully and as calmly as him, basically. Yeah. Um, so there you go. So his trial began on November the 7th of 1968, and it lasted a week. Now, a psychiatrist testified that Gina told him that he did not know whether the killing of Bernice Warden was initial, intentional or accidental, and Gina told him that while he examined a gun in her store the gun went off and it killed her and so he was like i'm gonna be charged for this so i'm just gonna take her body i don't know how that runs mm. through your head but there you go that sounds very panicky yeah yeah yes right right 
So he testified that after trying to load a bullet into the rifle, it discharged, and that he did not aim it toward her, and he did not remember anything else that happened that morning. Mm-hmm. So it was like he did it, and he blacked out. Is it possible that he had um, DID, and maybe he himself didn't do it, but maybe an alternate personality? You know, I-, I watched the newest Discovery Plus special on Ed Gein. And in that, um, the the lady who is basically like a medium, um, she was <laughs> just kept mentioning that, you know, his mother was the root of all this. His mother was possessing him. And his mother was basically the one in his head telling him, do this, do this, do this, do yeah. this, do this. Um, even after death, that like basically she was coming to him saying, you know, you got to do this. You got to kill these women. They're, they're the devil, you know. Um, so at the request of uh, Gein's defense, his trial was held without a jury. And with Robert H. Gomar presiding, he was uh, found guilty by Gomar on November the 14th. And a second trial that dealt with Gein's sanity and the testimony by doctors and uh, prosecution and defense they ruled that Gein was not guilty by reason of insanity. So, there you go. And they ordered him to be committed to the Central State Hospital for the Criminally Insane, and he spent the rest of his life in a mental hospital. So, Judge Gomar wrote, Due to prohibition costs, Gein was tried for only one murder, that of Miss Warden. He also admitted to killing Mary Hogan. But those are the only two that he admitted to. If that's the true number, I doubt it. I doubt that any of these serial killers' actual killing numbers are legitimate. Right. Yeah. Um, some of them, like the confession killer, which I'm sure we'll put on. Yeah, here we'll talk at some about point, him. Oh, hell. We watched that Netflix. So many. His were a lot of bullshit. Right. Didn't we watch his right. on yeah, Netflix? Fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was just confessing to well, all of them. He was those. just like, "Oh, we're I did that. I did, yeah. that. I did that. I did that. That's yeah. that's for another. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get into the confession killer." Um, now his 195 acre farm, cause he had bought more property and it was 195 acres when he was um, arrested. It was appraised at $4,700 at that time, which is the equivalent of $42,000 in 2020 for the land. Now his possessions were scheduled to be, um, options right. for just the land. That's not the house. 195 acres mm-hmm. for $42,000. Yeah, that's about right. right. An acre is like five grand. Well, I guess it would depend. I guess it would five de- acres. It depends on the area. Yeah, it depends on the yeah, area and it depends on. Yeah, that's um, low. It depends on it, the location. a lot of times people will put it all together well, and say, we'll land, give you a deal kind of thing. So well, with that's the land, what it, was it depends at. on if the land perks. Uh-huh. Because if it parks, that raises the value. Yeah. What yeah, it can be used for. for acres, um, you just, also have to count right. in if there's any yeah. timber on the land, because then that raises the value of it. Because somebody do sold. some math. People, yeah. Yeah. I don't do math. Yeah. Bust uh, these that's motherfuckers. Just what I found. That's just what I found. If you Tell found them, something different, let me know. Please do. Yeah. Don't, I don't um, know math, but that don't sound right. I'm just going off of what it's just is. saying. Now, um, his possessions were scheduled to be auctioned off on March the 30th of 1958. Why not just burn? He's, he's there. 
He's going to be locked up in a, a mental institution the rest of his life. He doesn't need anything right, else. Right. So they're going to go and auction off everything. So at, uh, admits amidst rumors that the house and the land that it stood on might become a tourist attraction, the people of Plainfield were like, nay, nay, I say. Okay, nay, nay, this ain't happening. Okay. Is that- is that how they talk? That's up how there? that. That's how I talk. Okay. Okay. Just so making sure. Um, early Didn't sound right. But on the okay. morning of March the twentieth, <laughs> it mysteriously caught fire. No. Oh, really? Yeah, burned down. And it probably took the fire department a while to get there, mm-hmm. huh? Said that the deputy fire marshal reported that a garbage fire had been set seventy-five feet from the house by a cleaning crew. Who were given the task of disposing or, um, you know, dispute, disposing or refuse further hot coals that were recovered from the spot on the bonfire that was there. And the fire from the bonfire's location did not travel along the ground to the house. Yeah. Of course, arson was suspected. Because, like you say, why not burn yeah. the motherfucker down, right? Somebody yeah. actually burned the they motherfucker did, down. The, the, there's a like consensus of... <laughs> and I think that they probably kind of... swept that to the side. They were yeah, like, we're, we're, we're going to let you go. They kind of turned a blind eye yeah. to that. And they said that it was not dealt with in a matter of urgency, like you said. Yeah, it's like, mm, they were like, hmm. We'll get there. Because guess who was... That's unfortunate. Guess who was the uh, the fire chief? One of the victim's husbands. The son, Frank son, Warden. Okay. Ah, yeah, yeah. Good. He yeah. turned a blind eye. He yeah. let the motherfucker we'll burn in a minute. Yes, 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 yes. So let it burn. Let it burn. When it burn. Uh, when Gein learned of the incident while he was uh, in detention, he shrugged and just said, eh, "Just oh well." I mean, what's he well, gonna he do? Never, I mean, going back. So what I mean, I guess he was probably like, "Oh, you're gonna help me pay for? You know, gonna give me some money?" But I mean, I guess you just. Mm, yeah. Now, his 49 Ford sedan, which he used to haul the bodies of his victims from the cemetery to his house, was sold in a public auction for $760. And it was sold to a carnival sideshow operator, Bunny Gibson, who charged carnival goers 25 cent admission to see the sedan. Well, Carney's... Yeah. Sideshows. I mean, let's let's think about it. Ted Bundy's infamous yellow bus Volkswagen is in a museum, and people go and pay and see that. Yep, Bonnie and Clyde's. Bonnie and Clyde's ride. Yeah, but they died in it. O.J. Simpson's place. Oh, O.J. did it. O.J. did it. And uh, just about one hundred percent of people. Believe, believe that. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Black, white. Yeah. Red. Doesn't matter who you are. Like, oh, he did Jay it. He did it and got away with it. I mean, he wrote a book. If I did it, this is how I would have done it. And it pretty much admitted. And it this pretty is much how I was did it. exactly. Well, I stopped again. taking my blood pressure pills as advised by my lawyer to make sure that the glove would not fit. Because my hands would swell Because up. if mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right, because if the Water glove weight. doesn't fit, you must you must acquit. acquit. Yeah. Huge. So we're we're digressing again. Yeah. Um, OJ did. It. What we're good <laughs> at. Did. Now I did mention about his grave that happened in '99 when it was stolen. Right. And, right yeah. Right. And because uh, he died in the mental institution due to respiratory failure, secondary to lung cancer, on July the 26th, 1984. Wow, he lived. He was 77 years old. A long time. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so, you know, like I was telling you guys about his grave, souvenir seekers would come and they would just chip off pieces from his gravestone. It was stole. Right. It was stolen and, pe- and somebody did it and was trying to sell it online, I heard rumors of. I mean. Probably. But it was recovered. Um in June of 2001 after it was officially stolen because it was being started to be vandalized in 99. But in 2000, it was actually stolen. And it was recovered in June of uh, 2001 in Seattle, Washington. And it was placed and is now placed in the uh, storage at the Sheriff's Department in Washua County. So... It's it, like I, I've been there, so it's not unknown. Right. It's 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 unmarked, but um, you know yeah, because of the placement. Of it's kind of like yeah. yeah, yeah, yes. So, you know, in popular culture, you know, I mentioned how I was introduced to him and how he got me into wanting to be learning more about serial killers, and you know, Surprise. it's it's it's. Yeah, in, in true crime, and it, it's become a part of like our popular culture. Yeah. You can pretty much ask anybody: Have you heard of Leatherface? Have you heard of Norman Bates? Have you heard of Buffalo Bill? And if you haven't heard of all three, I'm sure you know at least oh, yeah, one of those. Lover. That's the one. Sound yeah, the that's yeah. the one. Right, oh. right. So you know, it's 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 crazy, and it's also. You know, not just them two, but in House of a Thousand Corpses yeah. and in The Devil's Rejects, Doctor Satan. You know, he was he was kind of he, yeah. He, he was, was based right off of Eggy. I'm sure he was based off Eggy. I mean, look at Rob yeah. Zombie. He's a murderino. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, he's all things creepy. Yes. Um. But I mean, there was even in Australia. <laughs> Of course, it has to be in Australia. Wasn't it the backpack? There was Ed Gein, the musical. Oh, fantastic. Way to go, Aussies. <laughs> we love there you. Was, uh, like a movie Why called is that Ed not on Broadway? Butcher Plainfield. Yeah. Yeah. I'd go see it if it was on Broadway. Yeah. Was, that's, <laughs> that'd be fun. What are you going to go see on Broadway? Ed, Ed Gein, the musical. Ed Gein, the musical. You get to what? see some nipple belts <laughs> right, and like, sing a song about it. My nipple bill. I killed my woman that looked like my mom. Right. And I wear her nipples around my waist. I, I kind of want to watch it and just to hear like the music <laughs> of it and see I'm how they sure do you it. You can probably find a soundtrack on YouTube. Like, can I find the soundtrack on Apple Music? I, I don't and know. See. I want to know. Oh, it's interesting. It's interesting. That's interesting. That's um, <laughs> weird. That's that's strange. That's weird. Yep. Yeah, I like it. Um, he was also um, the inspiration for Doctor Oliver Threadson in the TV series American Horror Story Asylum. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, he had a dead skin mask on. Yeah. Bloody face or whatever. Bloody face is what they called him in yeah. that show. Absolutely. I did not I like love that, that movie. season. We it always end up talking about the best American Horror Asylum. Story. It was the Asylum best. Asylum made me sick. Point. I couldn't finish watching it. was the best it. one they did. That's no. your favorite one? Yeah, it's the best Coven. one. Coven. Okay. Everyone has Coven their favorite. Was funny. I loved Coven. It was good, but Asylum was fucked up. Apocalypse was, mm-hmm. was they, right. fantastic. My least favorite would probably be Roanoke. 
Oh God, Roanoke sucked. Roanoke was kind of. I was like, wait, what? Remember, we it was good the first half, and then yeah. they spun us the reality show bullcrap. Yeah, nah. Yeah, that was, that's my least favorite season. I still though want to know more about the radiated zombies from Apocalypse. Yeah, I mean, I thought they were actually gonna be. Yeah. something more to the story but i'm really that's really podcast. interested to see what the season 10 is going to bring I'm, I'm looking forward to it um it would not be a season of our series here if we didn't bring up american horror story at least twice two or three times yeah because mm-hmm. we just it's our show it's my show i love yeah, this show, your show so much it's my it's show. your show i only it's like a couple show. different seasons yeah um still will not watch the show with 1984, I was over here every Wednesday night, and we would watch it religiously together. And we'd laugh. And we would just laugh. And I'd be like, oh, my God, it's Richard Ramirez. And she'd be like, shut the hell up. I'm like, look, if this bitch had been alive during the time he was on death row, this bitch would have been writing him letters. I, I don't know. Yes, you would have. I don't know about yes, Richard you would Ramirez. Have. You would have done it. Don't lie. Don't, you would have done it to Ted fucking Bundy. You would have done it. I would have probably done Ted Bundy before I would have done Richard. You would have done it. But that's that's you done him, though? She probably would have. (laughs) Choke me harder. Yes, you would. There you go. All right. On that note. There you go. We're moving on. Um, So, it's also, he was misquoted in American Psycho. If you remember, he was... uh, the character Patrick Bateman said, you know what Ed Gein said about women? He said, when I see a pretty girl walking down the street, I think of two things. One, part of me wants to take her out, talk to her, be real nice and sweet and treat her right. The other parts wonder what her head would look like on a stick. What serial killer put heads on a stick? Mother. Vlad the Impaler. Mm. Mother. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Ed mm-hmm. He was the one that made that quote. Not Ed Gein. Fix your life. Don't quote him wrong. Wow, but really? You're really that is that the hill you? Is that the is that the <laughs> hill that. you're gonna die on? I did that. I guess so. I did that. <sighs> so you know, we talked about a couple of uh, a couple of music genre. You know, the rock genre that's really dug into the horrors or scene. Um. He, uh, his crimes spawned a subgenre of black humor called Geeners. Did not know that. Did not know that. Do yeah. not, I don't, mm, don't know about yes. that. Geeners. Geeners. Sounds and, too much like wieners. Um, <laughs> Geen has frequently been exploited by uh, transgressive art or shock rock, often with associated with his life or his crimes beyond the shock value of his name. Um, you mentioned Get Slayer. Um, Mudvayne had a song called Nothing Again. That's funny. There was a band named Ed Gein. Well, why not? Yeah, I mean. Was a band. Yeah. There was a song called Ed Gein from the Ziggins. Uh, from the album, album Rusty Never Sleeps. Sure. Uh, like I said, the Blonde Melon song, Skinned. Um, I've always liked Blind Melon. So oh, just, well, that explains you know, it. That, again, Ed Gein grew my fascination into gotcha. this stuff. So, 
course I like that song. But I, I just, I feel like his mom should have died a long time before she should have been aborted. Yeah. 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 Or at least maybe right after hanger. she had him and he could have went to someone that could have actually showed him. Yeah, it should have been like some more taken to attention. Um, Even, he would have been treated better in a fucking orphanage, let's be real. And back right. then, an orphanage was not great, right. but right. still would have had a better upbringing. Possibly. I, I, I really I hate the way that he was brought up, and, and I'm not taking up for anything that he did. Because what he did was sick, disgusting, fucked up in fucked every aspect up. of the word. But, I mean, you have to feel a sort of but it's all sympathy like a, for the child that he was. Right. That's where I'm at, is I do have that sympathy for the child that he was. And I, it just it runs through my mind what, what if could he have been, been if he would have had a better mother and a father. What because if he had his had father could have stepped up and not been an alcoholic and tried to fight those demons that he had right. and been a better father to him and taught him better than to believe that every woman is basically Well, mama the devil, could have not but me. been insane, you know? Uh, I think <laughs> that she was, she was all for rockers. I mean, she it's, was it's, way... It's absolutely no denying that, and... Like I said, in that... Daddy probably, probably stuck his dick in her and was like, well, I done knocked her up and I got to marry her now. Fuck. Yeah. So. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. And, I mean, you know. I, I, I just think that yeah. it, it's, it's, it's sad because I could not imagine ever doing that to a child. Making them feel like a normal... Like, obviously, you're not going to go up to your child and be like, hey... Have you, have you have you masturbated today? Like that's not what you're gonna Absolutely do. Absolutely not. But you're gonna let them go and do their thing. I feel like that's something maybe your mom would do. Maybe yeah, your I mom could would. See. I could see. <laughs> she never did that to me. Ashley, she's your pussy today. <laughs> she would. Your mom would do that. Because I can hear. She, she never did that to me. Thank, I can hear. Good, Thank God but for I that. I feel like she had it in her. I don't <laughs> think she did it. Yeah, but well, she could. It's possibility. Because yeah. I feel like if it wouldn't have been for my nanny, maybe she would have. Because mm-hmm. she knows I would have been like, Nanny, do you know what my mama said mm-hmm. to me? I would have been that snitch. I don't care. You would have been. Don't do that. Because you Fucking know snitches narc. get snitches. <laughs> Fucking narc. Fucking <laughs> I would have done it. But anyway. Well, just, that was very interesting, yeah. Yeah. Ashley. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know more now. He lived a he lived a fucked up life. Yep. He did. And now he dead. He's he real dead. dead. He's dead. Good. Real dead. Good. Yeah. 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 I just done I found it strange that even with the nurses and you know, other personnel and doctors and stuff like that, they were at the attention though. That's the thing. Yeah, that they were like, Oh, he's the best patient. They were we treating like him well. And giving and him attention, so that's yeah. probably why he acted the way he did. Yeah. Normal per se. Yeah, he was actually getting a positive reaction from someone. So mm-hmm. you know, that's he wasn't I... being told he was wrong or this is wrong or Women this is bad. Of, or... Of... He was actually getting treated like a human being. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. 
or as much as one can be treated in certain situations. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Well, yeah. this has been informative. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thoroughly enjoyed this one, Wayne. Hey, yes. thank, you. Yeah. thank you. Thank you. For, thanks for thank having me again. Thank you for joining. Uh, uh, right on. I have to have you. Eventually, I'm going to have you on one of my paranormal gotcha, ones. Gotcha, man. So you know it. We got cool stuff coming up, which we is do. awesome. Can't wait. Uh, so, with that being said, I want to thank you guys for listening. Yes. Please like and follow. Review us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify yeah. or whatever you use. Yeah. Um, Leave us a review. Yeah. Helps us out. It. We love it. Kicks the algorithm up. You like, know follow what? us on TikTok. We forgot to do. What? We have a story. Yeah. You share it because this is your episode and well, <clears throat> my phone's dead. <laughs> so, I got a story and I'm sure that you guys may remember this. Um, Jennifer shared when she was on that she had an experience at when she would ride down River Road, River Road going to going past Berry Hill. Yeah. Well, I have another listener who had a very similar experience. Her name is Erica Poole. Okay. Thank you, Erica, for sharing this. Her story goes like this. So... Going down River Road, right at the entrance of Berry Hill, as I was driving, I saw something come out of the woods from across Berry Hill driveway. Once I got closer, it looked like a disfigured woman crawling on all fours. Once I got close, she got right in front of my car and lunged towards me in the car. I felt energy pass through me that had a mix of anger and sad emotions. Once I drove through, I looked in my rear view mirror and she was watching me drive away and started to crawl back into the woods. This happened to me several times. I see plenty of shadow figures all around Berry Hill and some even make me feel sick to my stomach and makes me feel dizzy. I've almost passed completely out from the energy that surrounds Berry Hill. I love it. I so love that it. That is one of our listeners, Erica. Thank you for sharing a story I, about I, Barry Hill. I know you, Erica thank you personally, and I too live near Barry Hill Road. I mean Barry Hill. Yeah, you for did. many years. You did. You did. Did you have any experiences? No, like that? you did not. But I know Erica liked to drink. Just saying it. JK, 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 JK. I mean, she did, but you know, just yeah. kidding. No, I never saw anything. Um, yeah. well, I blew a tire and changed it right there at Berry Hill. You had a gig Ooh. at Berry Hill. Yeah. Ooh, I blew yeah. a tire and still got to work on time. What? what? So maybe that was the ghost helped me change a tire. Maybe. Possibility. Maybe. You never what? know. It's a haunted maybe. tire. Somebody passed me and left me by my seat. No, no, they didn't. Wrong time. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, no, it's a, now I, I've that's, heard of that's people. A listen, that's you know, a story. They had the cat drown fishing a while back, and here, but plantation. This about what two, three years ago? I think it was probably a little bit longer than that, but within the last about it. ten years. Because that's say. when they stopped allowing people to be on property without permission. Right. Because yeah. people uh, used to go up there and have photo shoots all the time, right. and yeah. Now no, you, you hear stuff about it, so I'm not. 
knocking it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, y'all know my obsession. Because they said that that person that drowned was doing a photo shoot, right? Yeah. And they no, they were out there fishing. Permits? Oh, they were fishing. They were out there fishing. Yeah, and he drowned. He drowned. I mean, not the boat flipped and. Okay. I have my own thoughts. No, I have my own thoughts. If you if you can't swim, either don't get in a boat or wear a life vest, life jacket. Yeah. But, you know, even a life jacket, if you flip in the wrong place, you can hit your head on something, you still drown. But it's less likely. I don't know. Yeah. I don't don't know. Anyway. We love hearing those listener stories. So please keep sharing with us. Please do. Love them, them love them, love them. Keep them coming. I've I've gotten a lot of interesting stories. I've gotten several more, too. Probably going to end up pulling me into a multi-part series yes like a multiverse no we're not going into spider-man yet it's not happening all right not yet anyways so thank you guys for listening we hope you enjoyed this installment of ashley's bowl of cereal Mm -hmm. thank you wayne for joining us thank you you, erica for sharing your story absolutely um just kidding if you have a story you can message me and ashley on facebook individually you can message the podcast which is be like podcast or you can Mm -hmm. email us at which is be like pod at gmail.com yep Thank you, guys. Oh, and you can also find Ashley at bitchmakemeasandwich.com. <laughs> Put your titties up. <laughs> Cover them bitches up. Okay. Anyway, oh, thank you, guys. God. And remember, if you can be anything, be weird. Yes. That's yeah. right. This episode of Witches Be Like Podcast was written and recorded by Amy Throckmorton and Ashley Link. It was produced by the boys of Master POS Theater. If you want to get in touch with us, you got an idea, you have a theory, you just want to talk, you can hit us up on Facebook at Witches Be Like Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Witches Be or drop us a line on our email at witchesbelikepod at gmail.com. You can find our podcast Anywhere podcasts are sold, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, and the like. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you on the next one. Stay spooky and always be weird.